another week. Oh! It's like that interrupting cow joke. <laughs> another week, another talking dirty. This week, we got for you in the MLB more about Trevor Bauer being an absolute scumbag. Uh, in the NHL, the Stanley Cup Finals it's coming to an end, possibly. More on that later. Then in the NFL, we got the whole breakdown of the football team's fines that the NFL uh, dispersed this past week. In the NBA, we got the finals preview and the finals MVP odds. Over in Pop Cultures for Movies, we learn a little bit about James Cameron's uh, methods for being a director. And then in TV, we got reviews on Loki, The Bad Batch, Dave, and Rick and Morty. And, of course, Jams of the Week. So with that, take it away, Ryan. Uh, yeah, before we get started, go buy a koozie from us. Yeah, dude. All right, let's get into it. Before we get into it, Ryan, how you doing, man? I'm a little nervous. The power went out before we started yeah, recording. <laughs> so, like, I'm just like, I mean, the rain stopped. Mm. But I'm, like, this nervous, like, halfway through a sentence. It's going to, up. and this go dark, you know? <laughs> Wait, what's that fucking phrase from Call of Duty? Going dark. Right? Yeah, yeah, go, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not going ghost. That's Yeah, isn't it going dark? Bravo six. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Bravo six. Yeah. Go dark. <laughs> but uh yeah. Alright. Well how you doing, dude? You seem like you're fishing for me asking. I was kinda. Yeah, and I'm glad you asked, because otherwise it would have been kinda awkward. But <laughs> I mean, aside from the power going out earlier and that whole breaker incident, like we flipped one breaker. <laughs> oh yeah. Made a giant noise and a flash, and I was like, oh no. But it worked. <laughs> Homeowning, you know? <laughs> Oh my god, did I just break my house? <laughs> yeah. There's no landlord. Through my head. There's no landlord There's no involved. Landlord. There's literally no jagged landlord gonna come save you this time. <laughs> but anyways, let's get into it. Uh, we're gonna lead off with some miscellaneous sports. Miscellaneous sports. So this past week, uh Bryson DeChambeau's caddy quit right before the Rocket Mortgage Tournament this past weekend. Uh he will start looking for a new caddy this week. He got the John Deere tournament this weekend, but the Open is next weekend, so he better start looking fast. Yeah, I think he has a stand-in for this weekend, but if he doesn't like him, like, he's screwed, because mm-hmm. the Open's next weekend, and the Open's like, I'm pretty sure it's a major. Yeah, I mean, you got you got to have a caddy that you can try, yeah. so you're fucked. Is man. the Open a major? I don't know. I don't know much about it the It has to be. It's, it's a British Open. But the but the Brits are so smog that it's called the Open. It's better than the U.S. Open. So it's called the Open. <laughs> it's the British Open. The close. It's the British Open. I, th- I think... Don't quote me. I'm looking this up. You keep going. All right. <laughs> so the uh, next part of the match was up this uh, past Tuesday. Bryson DeChambeau and Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau and Aaron Rodgers won. Uh, one hole Bryson bombed his... Drive 392 yards on a par four to drop it 10 feet within the pin. Not to outdo him, but Tom Brady did the exact same thing, which is really fucking impressive. 
Oh, dude, that was insane. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, Bryson probably thought, like, oh, look at me, I'm the, I'm the shit. Oh, I could hit him with 400 yards. Then Tom Brady's like, cool, I'm a quarterback, and did the same thing. Yeah, and, like, honestly, though, Tom Brady was, like, hitting that, like I was saying last week, he was hitting those fucking pots from, like, a mile away, three in a row. Oh, yeah. I was like, this guy's going to kill it. <laughs> Absolutely. By the way, the British Open is a major. I was right. Okay, that's the major we're talking about, then? The British Open, yeah. yeah the, Open. Okay. the Open Championships. Yeah, the British Open. It's the last major of the season, I'm pretty sure. Um, But yeah, that was pretty much all for miscellaneous sports. Bryson Rogers won 3-2. No, I have another thing. Oh yeah, what do you got? Uh, The Euro Cup. The Euro Cup. Uh, So, obviously we never talk soccer on here. (laughs) But the only two soccer things I usually watch is the Euro Cup and uh, the the World Cup. And they are like the winter and summer Olympics they like every two years. So it's every four years the tournament happens, but they're alternating. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is technically the 2020 Euro Cup. There's playing in 2021 because it got canceled last year. Yeah, yeah. The finals are Sunday, July 11th, and it is between Italy and England. Um, Italy won. Italy beat Spain in the semis off some exciting penalty kicks at the end. It, they went to extra time. No one won. So it's essentially a shootout. So mm-hmm. he wins. Italy won. It was sweet. Uh, New York, what wild! All the Italians in New York and New Jersey. Yeah. There's videos. I literally saw, literally saw videos of people dressing like in Italy, like hey. just soccer jerseys, throwing cannolis <laughs> in the air. Goal. Like it's they're literally throwing cannolis yeah, up in the air. Uh, like, like this guy's just like he's throwing like literally cannolis <laughs> at people shirtless with an Italian <laughs> hair on. Italia, Italia. Um, obviously our friend Joey's. His parents are from Italy, so he's very into soccer. He's very into yeah, Italy yeah. soccer. So he's pumped. Uh, I was Team Germany. Obviously, my last name is Wieterstein. I can't not, not be cheer for Germany. But Italy's always my second. I was also cheering for them, betting on them, and betting on Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, and fuck England, so let's go Italy. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for that. And I bet against England tonight. I put $3.120 on a plus 450 odds on Denmark. Denmark sent the extra time, and England won off a stupid penalty. Really? Like, they, they got a penalty in the box, had a penalty kick, Harry Kane knocked it in, and that was, like, the winning goal, even though it wasn't the end of the game. He put it in, and then they went up winning 2-1. But it's a soft-ass penalty. Yeah, I'm with the whole fuck England trend this podcast. Yeah. Between the British Open and now England. And I mean, it was just 4th of July. <clears throat> so yeah. So, tensions yeah, are we, high. Yeah, we're all hyped up on America right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. I, I, I saw, real quick, talk about 4th of July. I saw a thing on Twitter. Uh, it was George Washington to King George. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're yeah. not that guy. It was great. Oh, man. Dude, I was dropping that at fucking McFadden's on Friday. <laughs> I was just going. I, I think I was, went up to Keegan first, and I was like, you're not that guy, pal. Trust me. Trust me. <laughs> I, put on the, I put on Dirty J Sports Instagram story, come to McFadden's with me and you drinking. <laughs> you did? Yeah, I saw that the next day. I was like, let's get our fans to come. <laughs> All two of them will show up. Oh, man. But anyways, anything else from miscellaneous sports? No, that's it. All right. Let's take it over to the MLB. So the All-Star game is Tuesday. Uh, the starters, you have them all listed. Oh, yeah. Adam Frazier from the Pirates made the starting lineup. Yes, sir. Let me pull him up. Sorry, I wasn't ready for it. American League. Salvador Perez, catcher. First baseman, Vlad Vlad Guerrero Jr. Second baseman, Marcus Semen. Third baseman, Rafael Devers from the Red Sox. Shortstop, Xander Bogarts, Red Sox. 
Outfielder with an asterisk is Mike Trout. I don't know why it's an asterisk. I mean, maybe got selected, but he might not play. Yeah. Oscar uh, Tio Scar Hernandez. No, Tio Scar Hernandez is outfielder, Blue Jays. Sweet man. Aaron Judge, Yankees outfielder. DH, Shohei Atani. He, so he got voted in as mm-hmm. both a pitcher and a DH. That's First sweet. time in MLB history <laughs> that he ever got elected. He got voted in for two different positions. Yeah, dude. So I he's mean, gonna be a DH. The guy's a freak of nature. Yeah, no, he's insane. And then over on the National League side, we got catcher Buster Posey from the Giants. First baseman Freddie Freeman from the Braves. Second baseman Adam Frazier, Pirates. Mm-hmm. He's only been with the Pirates for the rest of the month, so we got to take advantage of this while we can. Yeah, before they get rid of him. Exactly. Third baseman Nolan Arenado, Cardinals. Your favorite name to say? Arnado, yeah. Yeah. Uh, shortstop, my boy Fernando Tatis Jr. from the Padres. Outfielder Ronald Acuna, Acuna Jr. from the Braves. Outfielder Nick uh, Castellanos from the Reds. And outfielder Jesse Winker from the Reds. So we're pretty much at team Oh, wait, the asterisk for Mike Trout is he's playing the field. He's not batting. Okay. Shohei's batting for him. Gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, I think we're pretty much team NL here. Mm-hmm. Except I'm rooting for Otani. Oh, yeah. I, I hope Otani kills it. Um, the best part about the MLB All-Star game, mm-hmm. the only thing that they do better than all the other sports is the All-Star game actually means something. Yeah. And the winner gets home field advantage. For the World Series. That's sweet. They should, uh... <laughs> they should definitely just, like, let them use the sticky shit. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> just change the script. Absolutely. And this That's is the such a man for thing, too. This is the All-Star <laughs> game. Give them the sticky shit, and then give the batters cork bats. Mm-hmm. And say, this is gonna be, like, a 21-19 final. Hashtag dingers only. Yeah. I'm let, let them use aluminum bats <laughs> for the All-Star awesome. game. Like, what's the one from back there, baseball? Is this, like, the aluminum something? Ah, I can't remember. Oh, it's, like, the guaranteed home run. You just have to make contact with it. Mm-hmm. All right, but, yeah. That's all I got for the All-Star game. Um, Jacob Grant is most likely not participating in the All-Star game. Nope. Uh, and then the Home Run Derby participants are listed as such. Shohei Otani, Trevor Story, Pete Alonso. Rain Tra- champ, by the way. Then Trey Mancini. Salvador Perez, Juan Soto, Juan Matt Soto. Olson, and Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo from the Rangers were, was the last entry, rounding off the top the eight participants. Joe, you know, what? Joe Gallo? Yeah. Isn't that the Impractical Jokers? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Was... No, it's like, I'm pretty sure it's Joe Gallo. Is it, it... Yeah, I was like, isn't that his fucking name? Yeah, this is Joey. Do you, do you think it's a fucking, <laughs> it's like the, the fucking punishment? To go to the All Star Game, <laughs> the All Star do the home run derby. <laughs> and they had it in. It's with a giant the, uh, setup. <laughs> they did have it in with uh, no synagogue before. Yeah, they had, they had him throwing balls <laughs> yeah, at kids. I can totally and, see that. <laughs> that'd be funny. Um, Joe Gall- Joey Gallo is a real person. Okay, it's not the Impractical Jokers. Oh uh, yeah, Peter Wanja's trying to. Uh, uh, was it go back to back? Mm-hmm. He's a reigning champ. He's the incumbent. But I a hardcore hope show show Atani wins. Oh yeah, that'd be the sickest thing. Yeah, I'm so big on Atani. Then uh, Albert Pujols joins Hank Aaron, mm. Stan Musial, and Willie Mays as the only people to reach 6,000 total bases in their career. Nice. Add to the resume. Mm-hmm. Add to the Hall of Fame resume. 
I it's weird. I always liked the uh, uh, pole host, but most of his career he played for the Cardinals. So like, fuck the Cardinals. Yeah, but now he's not there anymore. Yeah, now it's like Good for him. it's honestly like how I I didn't like Kobe when he played. Second year retired, I started liking him. His last game, I started liking him. Yeah, and then I liked him as retirement, <laughs> and obviously I liked him as death. But same thing with Albert Pujols. As soon as he left the Cardinals, I started liking him. Same with Tom Brady, kind of. I don't hate Tom Brady as much as I used to when he's on the Patriots. I I still want him to equally like retire and just be done with it. No, same. When he retires, I'll be like, holy shit, he's the best. <laughs> but Probably, still, he's still yeah. in the league. I'm just like tired of seeing him in the league at this point. See, I don't care if he keeps winning championships. He's just not winning them for the Pats, so I don't really care. I mean, he already got seven, so we're fucked, so. Yeah. Anyways, the Marlins offer uh, Starling Marte a multi-year extension. Good find himself a home after Pittsburgh Mm because he went to Arizona, I think, right after us, and they really traded him again to Miami. So, and Miami's not a bad place to live, so Mm -hmm. good for him. Despite the Rockies claiming they will not move Trevor Story before the deadline on July 30th, the White Sox will heavily pursue a Story trade. The White Sox are first place in the AL Central, while the Rockies are under 500 and sitting in fourth place in the NL West. They, if you're the Rockies, you have to trade them. I think we talked about this when Arenado got traded, and they said we're not trading Story, but you just sold like one of the two best players. Else. You literally traded. There's you had two really good players, Trevor mm-hmm. Story and Nolan Arenado, and you decide to trade one of them, but not the other ones. Like you're not going to be good. Yeah, might as well just go straight rebuild and get rid of Trevor Story. Then. Classic here. Yankees fan booed Garrett Cole off the field in his shortest start ever. On Sunday versus the Mets, Cole left the game after three and a half innings. He let up six hits and four runs and 80 pitches. Yeah, this, the only thing would be more classic if he was uh, pitching for the Phillies. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, but Yankees fans are kind of the same way. Mm-hmm. I, there was a, I was on the cusp of liking the Yankees for a little bit there. Not really? Not, I'm back on hating them again. Nah, dude. It's all the Mets, man. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what made me... I think I started liking the Mets, and that's what got me back onto the... Yeah. It fucked the Yankees train. Then, uh, so to the headliner, Trevor Bauer. So as we mentioned last week, Trevor Bauer is being accused of assaulting a woman in mid-May. The accuser since then has filed a restraining order stating that Bauer has hit her in the face, butt, and has strangled her to unconsciousness multiple times. Bauer has denied the accusations, and the Dodgers and the league have yet to take any disciplinary actions. Miles, we get into the next one real quick today before we talk about it. All right, and then uh, Dave Stewart, a former Dodgers pitcher who was a, uh, a part of the 1981 World Series Dodgers team, announced that he will skip out of the 40-year anniversary celebrations due to the team's mishandling of the Bauer situation. Quote, The Dodgers organization isn't what it was when we came through. The Dodgers organization that I grew up under, the O'Malley family, would never stand for that. The Dodgers should have stepped up in that situation, and they didn't. You've got to have character standards. I 100% agree with him. I mean, you if you have multiple occasions, if you're Trevor Bauer, where you strangle a girl until unconsciousness, like, you're the biggest piece of shit in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like that's just fucked up. And in the, in the fact that, I, that's why I agree with David Stewart, the fact that the Dodgers... And the league haven't stepped in at all is just insane to me. Like, even if it's not proven yet, mm-hmm. you should, as a Dodgers organization, go to Trevor and be like, hey, maybe you should take some time off. That's what I would do, yeah. You know, like maybe not <coughs> come out and we suspended him. Let's yeah. say he's taking a leave from the team mm-hmm. until he gets this figured out. Yeah. But instead, they announced he's starting. 
like like a game tonight or something. Yeah, like I, I agree. I wouldn't say they like, kept them in the starting rotation. I wouldn't say like cut them or suspend them officially yet. Just take some time. It takes me like yeah, step away from the game for a little while. You know, yeah. it's not it's not good PR to have you out here. Exactly. Um, so we got to you know you got to be off the field, and then whenever the league comes in with a decision, then we'll go from there. Yeah, like Put it I in the get hand. I get you're you're innocent until you're proven guilty. Mm-hmm. But whenever you see a, a thirty page file, uh, I mean a restraining order come out. Yeah, and it's as accounts of you punching a girl in the face, strangling her multiple times. Like even if it's fake, you still can't have them starting that night. <laughs> well, and when you're on TV all the time, like Trevor Bowers, it's like he's so outspoken too. It's, it's kind of like glorifying him in a way where yeah. he's getting that media attention and that presence that he shouldn't be. He shouldn't be rightful to until he's proven innocent. Exactly, and uh, I think the whole situation's fucked. But I think it's mm-hmm. more fucked that the Dodgers and baseball have not decided to do anything about it. Yeah, I hear you. Um, anything else for MLB though? No, that's it. All right, let's take it over to NHL. All right, so the Edmonton Oilers are potentially interested in Blackhawks veterans defenseman Duncan Keith. Yeah, um, Duncan Keith, and I think he it's pretty much public knowledge that either he's going to like opt out or he's going to opt in to his contract and they're going to trade him. So pretty much Duncan Keith probably won't be there next year for Chicago. He's a Blackhawks legend. Very good veteran presence that like a team like the Oilers could use because they can't get over a certain hump in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He's been there. He's done that. He can still play. Um, I wouldn't mind getting him for him if it's like cheap, but yeah. Yeah, I feel like they're going to ask for a pretty hefty price, though. I mean, he, he was a part of all their uh, Stanley mm-hmm. Cup teams yeah. in like the 2000s, 2010s. Then uh, the Coyotes hire Andre Torigny as the head coach. Torigny has been a successful coach out in the junior level. Yeah, I mean, hopefully that's a... Coach for the car, uh, I mean the kind of the Cardinals, Coyotes that like can turn things around because mm-hmm. it's kind of a fuck situation there. Then Frederick Anderson is interested in re-signing with the Maple Leafs, but if he doesn't, look for the Pens to explore a contract with him. Yeah, so there's a lot of been rumors of recently about Frederick Anderson potentially being a target for the Pens this off season. Um, one, he's a veteran goalie. Two, he's not bad. And three, he works well with young guys behind him. Um, so they'd be perfect for the Pens. Mm-hmm. But I think he came out and said, I wouldn't mind staying in Toronto. Gotcha. So that being said, if the Toronto wants to offer him something that he'll take, then he's probably going back there. But if not, look for the Pens to try to like maybe try to work out a deal. And then some uh, sad news out of Columbus. The Blue Jackets black backup goalie, Matisse Kivlinex, Passed away Sunday after a fireworks accident. So I've had I've seen uh, conflicting reports about what actually happened, mm-hmm. um, but the one I've seen more consistently is a firework hit him. Here he's running from a firework, hit him in the chest, fell to the ground, hit his head, and died. Damn. Yeah. That's some shit. Uh, apparently, a couple other guys from the team were with him too. It wasn't just like him and some friends. Yeah. It was like teammates were there. Shit. And found like and like immediately was like on the scene. That's fucked. Yeah, man, that's some shit. Yeah. Um, but anyways, over to the Stanley Cup. So the area of Florida the Tampa Leaks is currently under is a hurricane warning. Game five is there tonight, but the league has come out and said that there is, quote, zero chance the game will be delayed. And it's an end of the first right now. So they, mm-hmm. they're they continuing with it. Yeah, they're going to. I could have I, I swore. I, obviously, I wish it didn't happen. But like I could have swore like as soon that they just jinxed themselves. True. Like oh, zero chance, zero zero. Okay. But like like you know like the league saying no, there's gonna be zero chance that 
this hurricane's gonna stop us from playing, then the like the roof flies off. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like I, I could swear that's like a God couldn't even sink the Titanic type move mm-hmm. by the league there. Um, so currently the Lightning are up in the series three to one. The Canadians avoided the sweep on Monday night, but was that the plan for the Lightning? The mayor of Tampa came out before Game 4 and said the team should lose Game 4 so that they can celebrate in Tampa Bay. To go off on that, Canada announced that family and friends of the Lightning wouldn't be able to join the team in Montreal if... Oh, whoops. Yeah, if they were to win. If if they were to win, uh, celebrate because of the COVID protocols. Yeah. Um, So some people were thinking, hey, maybe the Lightning threw Game 4 on purpose... So they can, one, celebrate with their family and friends because Canada wouldn't let them in. Mm-hmm. And two, because, like, win it at home because they didn't win their couple last year at home at all. Um, if they did that, that's stupid. And I don't think they actually did because there's no way you can tell a room full of competitors and athletes, like, hey, yeah. throw this Stanley Cup game. And they kind of just won last year. Yeah. So, like, it's whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean, you'll have the parade anyways. Oh, absolutely. But I can give it more justification because they lost in overtime. Yeah, yeah that's you know why I think I mean? it's fine. Like, eh. That's why I don't think they did. I think Canadians just got a lucky win. However, if they did do it on purpose, mm-hmm. I could see the Canadians coming back and reverse sweeping this. But uh, anything Pretty else? Not. Anything else for NHL? Uh, no. Come on, Canadians. You got to win. All right. Well, let's take it over to the NFL. Leading off, so as we were talking about last week, Derek has a plan to recruit Devontae Adams to the Raiders. And apparently that plan is now to uh, win the Super Bowl over the Packers and then sign Devontae Adams. But that's Derek Carr's plan. Yeah. <laughs> well, what? <laughs> so you heard, you heard it here first. Raiders versus Packers in the next Super Bowl. Yeah. Is it in Vegas? They smart if it was. If it isn't, is, is it in Vegas next year? I think it might be in L.A. Mm. I, think I think you're right. right. I think, I think it's you're right. LA. <laughs> it's like, all right, all right, coach, I got a plan to get Devontae Ellis here, but Win the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, hopefully it's against the Packers. We're going to tell them to come with us. <laughs> get the fuck out. It's like that. Do you ever see that TikTok where it's like the God Pokemon. damn it, Eric. We're not playing Kevin Durant. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's the, uh, that's fine. Um, but the TikTok's with the guys from Pokemon HQ. Because yeah, he's yeah, yeah. snorting like he's like huffing pet, uh, markers, like ah, oh! worm. <laughs> yeah, that, oh. yeah, that's uh, yeah, I've seen that. Before. That's literally Derek Carr right here. <laughs> I got a, I got a plan catch. What is it? Oh, in the Super Bowl. <laughs> and then, uh, so during the match, uh, obviously a lot of the reporters were asking Aaron Rodgers if on his status on the Packers, and he was asking if he'll return to the Packers this season. He said, "Quote: We'll see." Did you, did you see? Yeah, died at that. We'll see. The, did you see the pre-match uh, Jeopardy game they played? No. So they did like a Jeopardy game, mm-hmm. and the one question was: This NBA owner also had cameos in The Office, Game of Thrones, and is currently unhappy with his team. And, and Tom Brady busts and like, "Oh, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers!" <laughs> and Aaron Rodgers like this the whole time in the corner, like going like this. I never said I wasn't happy. You gotta look it up if you haven't seen it. It's that's pretty. Funny. It's great. <laughs> and then, uh, so no players have opted out of the of the twenty twenty one season as the deadline to do so has passed. So oh. yeah, it looks like nobody's opting out of the next season because of the COVID protocols. Um, so we're full steam ahead. If you opt out, could you theoretically go back? I think opt back in. I think it's one of those season. unwritten 
talks they've had with players. Like, say, like, like you've opted out two years, like, we can't guarantee you on the spot when you come back. Yeah, but, like, say... Because I was a player, and I was worried about COVID. I'm still worried about COVID. Mm-hmm. So I opted out. Then come September, it's like, oh, actually, seriously, like, no one can get COVID anymore. Like, we oh, have, can we you have come enough. back? Can you say, all right, I'm not scared. Can, can I come you back? opt in? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you can opt back I don't in. Know. That's, a good, that's a good question. I'm going to have to hit up my boy Roger about that. One. Then the uh, Patriots wide receiver, Nikhil Harry, has formally requested a trade from New England. Nice. What that's big. Kind of that's big because it also is like maybe there's some shit going on with the organization. Like you know, maybe there's like some cracks in the organization. Yeah, maybe there's something there. I don't know. Maybe he's just. I'm not. Maybe he's list. like no. bum ass Mac Jones and Cam <laughs> Newton. Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Mac Jones. You kidding me? <laughs> and then uh, both Trevor Lawrence and Mac Jones have signed their rookie deals with their respective teams. Uh, they didn't really have any details on Mac Jones's, but Trevor's is a four year. $36.8 million deal with a $24.1 million Christ. signing bonus. So he gets 24.1 straight off the bat, and then he gets 36? Yep. That's just insane money. Insane. He better pan out. Dude, what if he does? <laughs> what if he's, uh, what's his face? I mean, he's Russell. the biggest, like, Dude, what pro- if he quits? He's the biggest prospect I've seen since Andrew Luck. What if he just straight up quit? Like, do you remember the hype million. when Andrew Luck came into the league? Yeah. This is more than that. Oh, way more than that. It's crazy. This is Russell, whatever his name is. Huh? What's that guy's name? Something Russell? The quarterback who can throw 50 yards on from his knees? Oh, Jamarcus Russell. Jamarcus, that's what yeah, I thought. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the Steelers signed kicker Sam Sloman to a one-year deal. Huh. I've never heard of him before, but, hey, you know, we need we need some slogans for Sloman. I mean, what about Boz? I don't know what we're doing with Boz. I think it might be just like a little... Preseason mini camp. Safety net measure. Yeah, practice time for pack squad. I mean, Boswell... I like Boswell. But once we get past 40 yards, I don't love Boswell. I mean, he used to be able to knock him down easy. Yeah, used to. But now it's like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Is it a Boz? I don't know. I'm with him still. But so he does get hurt a lot. So maybe this guy's going to be on the practice squad. Mm-hmm. Preseason, get cut. Just got to practice squads, keep him there, then call him up whenever Boswell gets hurt. Um, but anyways, moving on. So, the NFL has officially fined the Washington football team $10 million following their investigation of the team's workplace culture. Dan Snyder released a statement agreeing with the NFL and promises no more traumatic workplace situations. Yeah, right. Bold promise, but hopefully it works out. Yeah. Um, so, they are on a uh, control action plan. <laughs> and they have... In the details, it states protocols for reporting harassment, disciplinary action plan, regular culture surveys, regular trainings, more diverse workforce, establishing clear lines of authority, expanding and empowering HR and legal groups, developing formal onboarding and exit interview processes, and then protecting the cheerleading team and regular assessment of policies, which all seem like pretty standard workplace things to have. In fact, they weren't already in place. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. Dude, I was losing it when I read that. I was like, this is just standard shit. Like, <laughs> you guys weren't doing this? Come on, man. And, like, going back to last week when they, he hired his wife, I guarantee that was just part of this fucking, 
Uh, the diverse. Yeah, more diverse workforce. workforce. Yeah. yeah, he's just like trying you to... have an owner who's also a woman. Yeah, it's like, all right, dude. It's, I, I love how it's like the role, the new protocol is like, treat everyone <laughs> fairly. Don't sexually harass cheerleaders. Yeah, it's like, all right, dude. Like, you should have been doing this the whole time. <laughs> you scumbag. The Dan Snyder is ridiculous. He yeah. No. Oh. That's one of those owners that just need to sell their team. <laughs> like, you'd make so much money off of it. <clears throat> you could literally sell your team and just like fall off the face of the earth and just live billions of dollars on like a private island. Dude, they're too greedy, man. Yeah. They can't. They can't fathom that. Yeah. Um, but that I mean, was at the same time, I also, if I owned a team, I wouldn't want to give it up. It's like, no. I also might have team. these things in place already. Oh, I would 100% <laughs> do that. Yeah. yeah. Like, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, if I had an NFL team, I wouldn't want to give it up like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that's all I have for NFL. Anything you want to add in? No, I, I just uh, just had Aaron Rodgers shit. All right, That's let's take it over to the NBA. Later, he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. All right, NBA. Don't, don't start talking about your legal mar- medical marijuana guy. All right, dude. Fucking half gram of 50 bucks. <laughs> I just had it in. It bothered the shit. You're already talking about it already. It Might as well leave it yeah, I, I started recording and he started, well he started like complaining about the medical marijuana Alright, NBA, speaking of pot. We have the NBA Finals has started last night. Uh, we're recording on Wednesdays like always, so Tuesday night was game one of the NBA Finals. Was it Tuesday night? Yeah, Tuesday night was, yeah, was last game. night. Yeah, we're recording Wednesday. Um, before we get into all Finals talk... We're going to go through some headlines, deep three, then we'll get into Finals Talk. So if you're here just for the Finals Talk, <clears throat> you have to stick it out. Sorry. Um, first headline. The Hawks signed head coach Nate McMillan to a four-year deal following his Eastern Conference Finals run. Um, I'm pretty sure he was on a one-year deal or maybe a two-short. Um, but after what he did with the Hawks' playoffs, the Hawks organization said, yeah, you're taking the keys here. <laughs> you're running um, this team for the next couple years. Knowing Atlanta sports, that might be their downfall. Uh, Remember when they went to the Super Bowl and Dan Quinn stayed? Yeah, but <laughs> it's and a then little we were different. Like, Fire Dan Quinn, get him out of here. It's a little different because Dan Quinn is a baboon. And Nathan Mellon, yeah. I didn't think he deserved to be fired from his Pacers job. True. Before this. True. I mean, he had, he had the resume prior, but. Yeah, I thought he was going to. I thought he should have not got fired before. And they did fire him, and now... I mean, I like the Hawks. I respect the hell out of Trey Young. Um, I called them the Dark Horse team when we were going into the year. And they panned out well. They panned out well, and I think they can keep it up. But there's a lot of injuries this year. I don't know if that's something that can be lasting. They definitely need another banana. Well, yeah, I mean, the Hawks are literally in the same boat as the Heat. Mm-hmm. Almost exactly. Like, the same yeah. kind of team. They need a one more big star... They had a nice run. We made it to the finals. They made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. Um, they got the good draw of mm-hmm. like who they played. They had to upset some teams, but it wasn't like an easy block, but it also could have been harder. Mm-hmm. So I think they'll be fine. And I think Nate, Nate McMillan is a good choice for them. I mean, I don't think you can get that much better than him right now. Um, next one. The Jazz are going to make every attempt to bring back Mike Conley next year. Okay. If you're Mike Conley, do you go back there? Or do you go? I mean, do you trust the Jazz to 
take to the promised land or do you go for no, the ring? I look for the ring. Do you go like join like the Lakers or I join some team. The Nets. <laughs> I join like if I was ring chasing, I wouldn't go to the team. I would go to a team that came so close and just needs like that next piece. You know what I mean? So that way it's not Sixers. like I'm truly ring chasing. Yeah. But like I'm kind of ring chasing. You know? Like yeah. Sixers, like Nuggets. Celtics, like Nuggets, like something like that. Yeah. Maybe even the Blazers, if Dame stays. Warriors. Warriors aren't bad now, yeah. But, I mean, they have two guards already. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I think the Jazz should keep them as a uh, my second favorite team. I would like the Jazz to keep them. Mm-hmm. I think he had a great year this year. I think he has hurt a lot of the year that he could maybe not be hurt next year and his he'd still be great. And the Jazz are a good team. I know yeah. we got balanced by the Clippers, but... It sucks, but it's like, this was the year that you guys had the chance to win it. Yeah. And I don't know if they can get this far again. Well, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert aren't going anywhere. No, yeah, they are. And we had a great bench play this year. Mm-hmm. That's what got us like the number one seed in the West. <laughs> but I think you need another like all-star starter. But at the same time, you're not going to be able to retain that bench that was outperforming itself if you bring in a star. Yeah, that's true. So, like, I just don't... I think the window's shut on the Jazz right now. And you're in the West, so it's tougher. No, I don't think the window's shut. I think you just need to have a good free agency this summer. I think the window is wide open, and it's way... It's almost shut now. Like... Because everyone's coming back healthy next year. Everyone's coming back healthy next year. You're in the West, so it's already tougher. Plus, all those bench players that were outperforming their own abilities are either going to want to leave because they want more money or be are traded in the move to get an all-star to the Jazz because mm-hmm. the Jazz think they need another star to win. Yeah, but they get another star or two, then that's great. But then, you, like, if you lose Clarkson, that hurts a lot. But if you pick up two solid guys, it doesn't matter. Eh, maybe. I mean, I don't, I, I don't see Clarkson leaving. If anything, you'd lose probably like Ingles. Nah, he's too old. Him and Bojan to like leave. Like I'd say Royce O'Neal. I'd say like I, you might have to give up more for an All Star though. Well, I mean, yeah, we have a bunch of bench players we can get rid of. But let's right. try to keep Clarkson, and I don't think the other two would want to leave. All right. Anyway, moving on. Pat Beverly is suspended one game at the beginning of next season for pushing Chris Paul in the back <laughs> at the end of the Suns closeout game six. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. That's a lingering burn, too. Like, you got... Because <laughs> they can't suspend him because they got kicked out of the playoffs. <laughs> so Silver was like, you're suspended next year. The first game... You that's were, great. I love that. I love that yeah, so much. And the first game he's eligible to play in is when he gets suspended. Mm-hmm. So if he's like healthy and he's ready to go, yeah, he's suspended. <laughs> I fucking hate Pat. That's really. great though. I love that. Yeah, I was gonna have this as a deep three and talk about the whole incident, but I don't give Pat Beverly a deep three shine. That's true. Um, first of all, Frank Kaminsky mm-hmm. was right there. Yeah. He did nothing. I I I know I'm kind of like a hard ass with that, and I want to be a Jeff Van Gundy. Mm-hmm. But if I'm all, if I'm Frank Kaminsky there. And I see him going after my guy. I'm going after him. Mm-hmm. Like, what they're going to do? Suspend me in the finals? He played four minutes last night and had zero <laughs> yeah. stats. Like he, like he's not relevant to the team. Mm-hmm. You, if you're that kind of guy and you're standing right there, you can't go. Hey, can't do that. Like he did. You go after him. Your name is Frank the Tank. Mm-hmm. Like, what are they going to do? Stop a tank? 
Oh, oh, Matt. Matt. Yeah. Sorry, a little rant there. Matt, sorry. One time in the uh, when we played rugby, the championship game, I literally started bench clearing brawl because a guy went after my guy. And I'm one of the best defensive players we had. And I just risked being kicked out of the game because my guy got hit too late. Yeah. Like, meanwhile, Frank Kaminsky's over here. Mm, no, I don't know. Like, if I can, if I could take the risk on a, a D2 club rugby championship game, you can do it. Yeah, <laughs> I feel that. All right. Anything else on that? No, no, no. Let's move on. All right. Australia announced their 12-man Olympic team roster. Um, I'm only going to really highlight the... Uh, the Aussies. Yeah, I'm going to highlight the NBA players. Uh, Aaron Baines. Okay. Matthew Deladova. Nice. Love it. Dante Exum. Okay. Josh Green. Joe Ingles. Yep. Skip, skip. Patty Mills, obviously. Skip, skip. Matisse Thibel from the Sixers. Hold on. Isn't Matthew Deladova, isn't he, like, out of the league, though? Like, the NBA? No, he's on the, he's still technically on the Cavs. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. I thought he. I thought he left. No, this is listing him as a Cavs player. I thought he was like it, playing in Australia or some bullshit. But he was like he made the team, but he doesn't play in the NBA. I mean, he's probably like G League or something. Mm-hmm. Right now. I don't know. It's he's listed as a Cavs player. Okay, currently, I don't remember him playing for the Cavs this year. Mm-hmm. Me neither. Maybe he was hurt. Maybe he didn't want to play. Maybe he opted out. I don't know. But he he's listed as a Cavs player. Um, the reason I bring that up. This obviously Ben Simmons said he wasn't going to play, and he isn't playing. And then there is someone else, I'm pretty sure he's Australian, who's not playing. Anyway, uh, Ben Simmons not playing. Now, last week, I read you off the Canadian team. Mm-hmm. I don't think I still have it, though. Who I was going to say, who does match up, who would win? Let me pull it up. I mean, I would imagine the Canadian team. All right, so we got R.J. Barrett. Yeah. Lou Dort. Corey Joseph. Andrew Wiggins, uh, Dwight Powell, pretty much it. I'm taking the Canadians, dude. Absolutely. Even if everyone is healthy, too. Lou Dort. Yeah. Lou Dort. The, the Dorcher Chamber. <laughs> like, you're getting stopped at the Dorcher Chamber. Your boy, the GOAT, R.J. Barrett. Dude, yeah. I can see a Canadian team winning easily. <laughs> All right. That's talking international basketball. Next. The USA unveiled their 17-man select team coached by Eric Spolstra, who was basically, if you don't know, the select team is just the young guys who didn't make the roster, but they got invited by the team to come train with the Olympic team. Okay. And if someone gets hurt, the reserves. it's like the reserves. Yeah. Essentially the reserves, but it's usually made up of young players who haven't gotten their shot yet or doesn't didn't get the nod. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to read off some of the relevant names on this list, too. Uh, Sadiq Bey from the Pistons. Anthony nice. Edwards from the Timberwolves. Nice. Darius Garland from the Cavs. Love it. Tyrese uh, Halliburton from the Kings. Nice. Okay. Tyler Hero. Yeah. Uh, Dakota Mathis. Emmanuel Quickly. Mm-hmm. Miles Bridges. Uh, Keldon Johnson from the Spurs. Cam Reynolds. Obi Toppin. Nice. PJ Washington. Nice. And Patrick Williams. And there's more, but I have the screenshot got yeah. off. Um, but yeah, uh, a lot of young guys there. They're going to be basically going with the running with the USA team. That team um, could be both the Canadian. And that's about to ask that next. <laughs> do, do you think that team can definitely beat the Canadian mm-hmm. Australians? Oh, uh, 100%. No, that's 100% why I put the Australian screenshot in there. I forgot why I did that for a first. <laughs> but it's because I wanted to see if that team would match up. 
Another thing from that select team, other news, Bam says that Tyler Hero being picked for this team will help him get over his, quote, sophomore slump and be better next year. He didn't say that. I'm saying sophomore slump. Mm-hmm. But I put in quotes because didn't really have a slump. He had average better in every category than he did the year before. But people are saying he sucked this year. Well, he was literally had more assists, just, more points, more rebounds. You know what I mean? He was yeah, like I mean, he had a good couple. Pool. He had a good couple games in like the playoffs. Yeah, but like overall, last season he did not play better than he did this year. Yeah, I feel that. And people were talking about like, the slump. He still averaged 15 points a game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But Bam said, help him being on this team will definitely help him next year. Mm-hmm. Grow as a player. Um, next, the Lakers are interviewing Scott Brooks for an assistant uh, coaching job. And finally, the last headline ties in with the finals, but I didn't want to put it with the final stuff, so I'm just going to say it now. Um, before the finals began, Mike Buden, Budenholzer, um, the coach for the Bucks, was basically, he's been assisted for Pop for 17 years, been the finals with Pop, but never was the head coach in the finals. So he reached out to Popovich and asked for some advice, and <laughs> Pop replied, you have to figure it out on your own. Love that. Love <laughs> That's that. sick. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a pop answer, too. Like, figure it out on your own. Yeah, get out of here. Like, I'm not going to tell you the Stop secret to winning the finals. <laughs> like, you have to figure it out pop on your own. secret stuff. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> um, all right. Deep three. Kevin Love, Luka Doncic, or Shaq? Uh, Kevin Love. All right. A lot of people were very confused why Kevin Love was given a spot on Team USA after having a very bad year this year. Um, and he understands that, quote, in a way I understand the criticism because I came off a season where I didn't play that many games and wasn't at the top of my game. For me to come here, I feel like I have a lot to prove. This year, Kevin Love only averaged 12.2 points per game, which is the lowest of his career since his rookie season. Is this Olympics make or break for Kevin Love's career? No. Um, the reason I ask this, because personally, I think he wants out of Cleveland. He had a really bad year this year. He went out of Cleveland ASAP. Yeah, a really bad season this year. If he comes out and just balls on a bunch of scrubs in the Olympics, I think that could be like, okay, let's go out and make a trade. Okay, well, I don't like think... Like, kind of like a showcase. I don't think it's make or break, but it can definitely showcase him. Because I, I throw out the break... Yeah, I throw out the break because what if he goes out to the Olympics... And just also sucks against a bunch of scrubs and his career. Yeah, I mean he'll still get the he'll still get enough he'll he'll get a trade and he'll get some value, but mm. I, I think his value can only improve by playing in the Olympics. I don't think he can be diminished in any way. Oh yeah, because okay. you can also just be like, that was the fucking Olympics, man. You think I tried there? Yeah, I, I, my teammates are like, yeah, literally James Harden and like, yeah, like what do you think I'm gonna do? Bradley, man? I'm just gonna pass to them. Yeah, exactly. Like, that doesn't matter. Yeah. And the teams he's probably going to go to is going to be one of those teams where they're in a situation like that. Where it's like there's going to be a ton of talent around him. Yeah. He'll probably go to the fucking Nets and piss me off. Well, I, I did not put this on here because I didn't see a headline for it, but I saw Hoop Central, you know, Twitter account, basketball mm-hmm. Twitter account. Yeah. They posted that the the, the Heat. Of are, course. Are, I know. I'm, that's why I didn't put this. I didn't <laughs> want you saying, oh, here we go. <laughs> They're apparently the Heat and the Cavs are talking about a potential Kevin Love, Colin Sexton to the Heat trade. That'd be huge. That we send Drogic, Hero, and Iguodala. Damn. And we get Kevin Love. That would suck for Hero. Yeah. I'd rather give up Duncan if I were you. Oh, I know. Do you I, ra- would you rather keep Hero or Duncan? 
Because you look at Drogic and Iguodal is the other part of that trade. Mm-hmm. And yeah, those guys are great, but they're both at the twilight of their careers. Yeah. So it's just essentially hero for Kevin Love and Colin Sexton. Which I would do that. We need we need another big guy to start. You do. You yeah. need another starting big guy. Yeah. And Sexton, yeah, we get rid of here, but Sexton had a great year and he'll be mm-hmm. thrown in the mix. We might not keep none for long. So he'll be thrown in the mix as a starting point guard. So him, Jimmy Butler, uh, Trevor Ariza most likely, or Duncan Robinson, and then Kevin Love. And Trevor and played well. Yeah, we'd only start him for defense because mm-hmm. he did good he defense. Did, good. But if we if it's like it depends on the matchup. If it's like we need more offense, mm-hmm. throw Duncan in there. Yeah, if we need more defense. There's a reason there, <coughs> and have Kevin Love and Bam down low. I might rather give up Duncan than Hero. See, the reason that the only reason <coughs> I would be anti this move, yeah, is because we pass on James Harden because we don't want to get her. Tyler Hero, mm-hmm. but we'll get rid of Tyler Hero for Kevin Love. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, that's true. That's a valid point. So, and maybe if we can get rid of Kendrick Nunn, Iguodala, Drogic, and a pick. You'd probably have to move Kendrick Nunn in a pick or Kendrick Yeah, Nunn Kendrick Nunn in a pick and the Iguodala. And That'd be worth it then, yeah. Yeah. I'd be for that. That'd be sweet. That'd be sweet. That'd be a sweet team. And then we still have Tyler Hero and Duncan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not for that. Maybe right. move Victor. We don't have Victor on the contract. Oh, but oh, yeah, other people true. are saying, too. That sign trade, uh, lightning just scored. Um, no, we kid since he had like didn't play for us at all. Mm-hmm. We can maybe get him with like a one year short deal. Oh, okay, like, yeah. a prove yourself deal. Yeah, okay. like, a one year, two years, small Retain money. Him, yeah. Doesn't go against the cap. He clearly wants to prove yourself. Miami. If you want to, you really want to be here. We'll keep you here. You just got to actually go out there and kill it. We'll give you a big mm-hmm. contract. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I like that move. All right, that was not my D three at all, but good heat dog. All right, next, Luka Doncic or Shaq? Uh, Shaq. All right, Shaq said the players shouldn't be complaining about last offseason's short turnaround. Quote, when you're living in a world with 40 million people that's been laid off and making $200 million a year, you won't get no complaining from me. I'd play back to back to back to back to back to back. I'm not knocking what anyone said, but personally, I don't complain and make excuses because real people are working their tail off. And we gotta do all we gotta do is train for two hours a day, then go play a game for two hours at night and make a lot of money. So my thought process is a little different. Do you think it's fair for him to criticize current NBA players for complaining about short season, knowing that he never had to do that? Like, do you think he's underselling the fact that how hard, what toll it took on your body? I was gonna say at the end of that quote. As Shaq says when he sits in his chair on inside the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I get what he's saying, but at the same time, it's like, dude, you're not doing this, though. Yeah. I mean, so... Like, you're just chilling. I usually agree with Shaq on things like this. Like, people are soft, he, whatever. He has some hot takes. Yeah. I, and I 100% get the, there's people unemployed. People working their ass off. Yeah. You're making $200 million to play a game. But one interview a couple years ago I heard from Chris Bosh, I'll never, like, not think about... Was he said, people don't realize how hard it is to wake up every day in a new city. Mm-hmm. Wake up from jet lag, go train, then go play a game, have your body ache. You get like two, like an hour or two after the game to ice your body, massage, and then you're on a plane going to the next city, waking up and doing it all over again. Well, that's what you're getting the money for. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. So I get that. I get that. I get Chris Boss going up there. But for, mm-hmm. like, for Shaq, more so, it's like they can complain about it all they want. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Who cares? You know? Like, yeah. I get that. Like, that sucks. Mm-hmm. And it's essentially why all the players are hurt right now. Oh, yeah. Because of that short turnaround. 
Yeah, you, they have months and months and months of off-season. Not months, 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 three months. And rehab. To and rehab all those injuries and actually mm-hmm. just relax and not travel and be with their families. Yeah. Like, it's literally, I think it was 72 days. Mm-hmm. Something like the that. Turnaround, compared to, like, a lot more than usually. All right, then the last <laughs> one, Luka Doncic. Luka says that it would mean more to him to win a gold medal with Slovenia at the Olympics than it would uh, an NBA title. Um, Cap. He's I, <laughs> uh, my question for you then is if you imagine close your eyes and imagine a world where the NBA I mean the USA team isn't as dominant over all the other countries would you rather win a gold medal for like a smaller country like Slovenia over winning like the Dallas Mavericks a title I'd much rather win the Dallas Mavericks title man uh, nah man I always said if I was an NBA player. Yeah, title's sweet, but I feel like the most sweet thing would win a gold medal for the country. That would be clear-cut number two, but I'd want a title first. I'd want an NBA title first. I'd, I'd take a gold medal and no title. A gold medal MVP over no title. Slovakian MVP? Yeah, Slovenia. Slovenian no. MVP? No, I'm talking about like a league MVP. A league MVP and Slovenia. Eh. Nah, I'd take the NBA title, man. That puts you in the but but you think about it, also people who win NBA titles are like people off the bench. But like who knows like about Frank Kaminsky can win a title this year. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> I get that. But it's like you don't talk about those players. You talk about the guys that won you the title, like actually did the work to win you the title. Yeah, you know. But think about but like, like obviously Luca would be doing that. The thing about Luca carrying a a small ass country team against the powerhouse of America and winning a gold medal. Okay, That's well, like a miracle on ice shit. Let me rephrase. That's that. like the miracle on ice winning against the Russians. That's that's a, that's great. Let me adjust it slightly. If I'm a player of Luca's caliber, carrying a bunch of bombs, I'd rather win the NBA title. Okay. Because he's he's the kind of player that if I'm Luca, I would want to be in the record books for the NBA for a long time. Yeah, and if I'm if I'm like some if I'm Frank Kaminsky, and I go to, and I win it for Slovenia, then I'm happy. You know, like that's awesome. Yeah, I take that over winning the finals and getting a trophy. You know, for just helping. Yeah, oh, it was Antonio to Kuka. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but like if I'm Luka Doncic, dude, I'm trying to be like Michael in, Jordan. I'm trying to be in those books. Like yeah. I'm trying to be like I get that argument. Michael Kareem, yeah, Ron, I get that. Kobe. I'm trying to be in that. Yeah, no, I get that. I'll agree with that now. Mm-hmm. That's the way. That. I'm, that's where I'm coming from with it. No, yeah, I, I get that. I get that now. I, I still think it'd be cool to be a national be, hero, but at the same be. time, I, I agree. If you're like Luca Caliber, you kind of have to. You have to. You have to win a couple. Because <laughs> then you're going to be the la- if you don't do anything with it, you're, you're going to be the laughing start. You're going to be a laughing stock in like the U.S. and like around the conglomerate of the NBA community. Mm-hmm. And when you go to Slovenia, you'd be a god. But, like, oh, yeah. that's it. Yeah, I agree with you. All right, NBA Finals. So, obviously, game one was last night. Mm-hmm. What we missed since the last podcast, um, the Bucks ended up beating the Hawks in six games, correct? Yeah, six games. And did you get that? And I got that point, the extra point. All right. Which Tyler scored 10. So, we did our predictions early because we didn't want to do our predictions after game one. Yeah. I um, took I took Suns at seven. You took Suns at six. Correct. Um, but Bucks Hawks Giannis didn't play in Game Six, and the Bucks still won. Mm-hmm. Leading up to Game One of the Finals <coughs> yesterday, it was under the impression that Giannis would not play.
play. And then literally an hour before the game, they said, fuck it. Giannis is playing. He said, Giannis did play. Um, the recap from game one, the Suns won by like double digits. But it's close, pretty much the whole game. Like It was like a single digit lead in the fourth of the quarter. Yeah, it picked up once the reserves were playing for too long on the Suns. Yeah, exactly. But CP3 at 32 points, 9 assists. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Ayton at 22 points, 19 rebounds. Um, Giannis, even though I don't think, do you think he's 100%? I don't, he did not he seem won't 100%. Be. He, regardless of what happens, after, first mm-hmm. day after the season's over, he's going to be getting surgery or something. Yeah, I'm not hyperextending knee. Probably mm-hmm. actually torn yeah. meniscus or something. Yeah, it'll be one of those. Um, but despite him not being 100%, he still put up 19 points, 17 boards, which is insane for a guy who's playing on a bum knee. Yeah, yeah. And literally became a, a, I'm starting like an hour before the fucking game. No, he's definitely putting the team, he's doing, he's doing championship mentality things. Absolutely. Chris Middleton had, I want to mm-hmm. say five or six three-pointers, and he yeah. finished like 29 points. Devin Booker finished with 27. Um, it was a good first game. I think the series going to be great, but as you alluded to our predictions, um, I went Suns and six, and I said this before you texted me and said, hey, we should probably do our predictions beforehand. Mm-hmm. Literally right before that, I was talking to someone else at work. <laughs> They're like, what do you think? And I said, I think the Suns are going to win the first two games. They're going to go back to Milwaukee. Bucks are winning game three. Suns are going to win game four. It's going to be three to three and one. Going back to Phoenix, everyone's going to be like, oh, the Suns are going to win at home. It's going to be sweet. It's going to be wild. And then the Bucks are just going to ruin their parade, and the Suns are going to have to win in Milwaukee. That, that's what I told this person at work. Okay. The Suns are going to win the first two home games. Yeah. They're going to split the games in Milwaukee, lose game five in home, and then they're going to win on the road. See, I think... I agree with that, but I think with that mentality, like, if you beat the Suns at home... Yeah. Or you're right at the next game. I think you can ride it into the seven. Yeah. I, I can definitely see that. That's my thought process. 100%. Well, I really wanted to say something for, though, just to say that, but whatever. I, I really want to do something for, too. My friend had the Suns before, and I said, no. <laughs> yeah. He's like, dude, I don't know. The Suns can't really be beat. I'm like, Giannis played on a bum knee and put up 19-17. They're going to win a game. It's one of those things, if it happens, I'm going to feel like an asshole. Like, well, how did I not see that? Yeah, how did I not say that? How did I not see that? No, I 100% agree with that. Um, I just think the reason I went Suns is because I'm pretty sure that's exactly what happened in the last series. Maybe I'm just thinking that. Mm-hmm. It's exactly what happened in the last series, I'm pretty sure, actually. Yeah, that's fair. To, yeah, yeah, that's exactly. All right. Um, Real quick, I talked about who had a good game last night, but let's get into the uh, odds for your finals MVP. I love this. Um, <coughs> obviously, this is after game one. Yeah. So they are changed a little bit. The best odds to win is Chris Paul at minus 140. My boy. He had love over him. 30 points. He almost had a double double. He had a really good game. He knocked down the big shots when they mattered, he did everything right. So this is post-Game 1 numbers, right? Correct. Okay. I, I, I screenshot earlier today. Okay. Um, and I think we might have ruined this already, but trivia. Oh, goddamn. CP3 is the best odds to win. He was the last point guard to win Finals MVP. Um, Steph Curry. No, he never won a finals MVP. He didn't? I thought he did in the first year. Oh, no, that was... And Iguodala. Yeah, it was Iggy. Oh. Iguodala and then KD. Okay, wait. 
point guard. Last point guard to win the finals MVP. If you, you, give a, if you get this one wrong, I'll give you a year. What year it was. God damn it. <laughs> uh, just a full disclosure, I, tr I threw him off the trail before we started recording. But <laughs> I had a trivia question, yeah. but I canned it because it was going to be the last center that won MVP because Aiton was up there and he said, and he got it right. So I, I basically told him there wasn't going to be one. He was not expecting this. I love getting with the trigger questions. God damn it. I always tell him we don't have trigger questions and he always throws them off. Um, People listening who know it probably screaming. I know, me. I know. I don't know, man. Fucking Jordan. <laughs> no, he's not going to point guard. All right. Yeah. 2007. Okay, wait. That's the last sentence. You get this or you're done. Who won that year? I'd love to tell you, but I'll just give it away. Pre-2010, I just... I don't know much. I can tell you right now, 09... 08, 09, 10 was Lakers, like Celtics, and like Lakers 1-2 and like Celtics. No, it was Lakers 1-2 and Celtics 1-1. Okay. It was the year before that. And then, then after that, it was Heat, the Dallas Heat, Heat, Spurs, uh, Cavs... Right? The Warriors, Cavs, Warriors, Warriors, Raptors. Is it Jason Kidd? No. I thought I'd ruined it because you, you said it for the wrong championship, Tony Parker. Oh, I did? Oh, that's right. You said, to, when before him would come up the center, yeah. go through the list of people who won <laughs> back, start to back, and you thought he won in 2014 in his quad. He won in 20, 2007, the one they won before the quad. Oh. Okay, I didn't. I didn't realize the Spurs won in two thousand seven. Yeah, no, I know it's okay. It's okay. I my knowledge of the NBA is <laughs> botched pre two thousand ten, man. Like it's just not good. It's okay. It's okay. It's like a it's like a mess of information. You know what I mean? It's like I know who's good and I know names, but I don't know anything as far as like teams who played for who and yeah. Yeah, that's why I thought I ruined it because you said Tony Park before we recorded. I did. Yeah, I remember that. All right. Anyway. The rest of the odds is Chris Paul, obviously, if he wins, he'll be the first point guard to win finals MVP since 2007. Tony Parker is the last one to do so. He has the best odds by far. He's minus 140. Giannis has the second best odds at plus 500. Devin Booker plus 550. Chris Milton plus 700. Aiton plus 1,000, which after game one, I kind of want to take that number. The, the, that, uh, that's, that's a good, that's a good bet. Yeah. If he can play 2020 <laughs> every game. Yeah. And Chris Paul just has a bad game, bad two games. I can see him not getting it. Mm. Which and I then call fantasy all year. He can do that. Uh, yeah. Can but the only thing is, too, this is like a Chris Paul farewell tour. Not even a farewell, like a respect Chris Paul tour. Mm -hmm. Like He's 36 years old. I saw a stat that the only other 36-year-old have 30 points uh, in a single game, finals game, was like Kareem. And uh, who was the other one? I forget the other one. It was someone more recent. Mm -hmm. But still, regardless. Maybe Dirk? No. I don't know. Regardless. Maybe Dirk. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> regardless, <clears throat> Chris Paul hopefully gets it. Or Duncan, maybe? 
It was Tim Duncan. Yeah. 100%. Is Tim Duncan and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. See, I get that fucking trivia question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Duncan <laughs> and Kareem. We're the only two people over the age of 36 to have 30 points in the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. And then Chris Paul joined that team. Anyway, um, any reactions of the Finals? Because I went through all my stuff I have. Um, I kind of root, I'm kind of rooting for the Bucks. So I like Giannis. Yeah, I do too. I think he will get one. But, like, if he doesn't get it this year, he's so young compared. But, like, how's he... Like, this is when everybody's hurt. Yeah, but And, like, this is the year that he can do it. And the Suns, if they win, it's going to be like, fuck, man, I don't know. Like, you can make it, but are you going to get past whatever seems on the West? Yeah, but at the same Plus, time... Plus, you got the Nets the... are still an animal. They just got hurt. Yeah, but at the same time, if you're the Bucks and you make a splash, make it to the finals, you could be a free agent destination. Like, hey... This seems like a piece away. True, true, let's, but let's you're still in a there. small market like Milwaukee. It's tough to sell that. Yeah, but we, but since Giannis is locked up for a while, mm-hmm. then I get. Oh, speaking of Giannis, I saw something. Two K, like twelve or something like that. Like the second year he's in the league or whatever it was. Uh, it showed his, the team's like overall rankings, and he was like sixty overall. Yeah, and right, right above him was like Chris Middleton, like sixty one overall. <laughs> They're both on the team. Like it's like twenty thirteen. I want to say. Yeah. That's funny. All right. Move over to pop culture or anything else? Oh, dude. I got tons of stuff, dude. Okay. Tons take it stuff, away. Dude. All right. Well, first off, the lesser. LeBron's getting a Fortnite skin, apparently. The like whole... The, the whole squad? I guess, yeah. It's probably his whole marketing campaign. But there's, like, leaks that, like, there's a LeBron skin coming to Fortnite. Oh, jeez. That's so dumb. I just found that hilarious. That's so dumb. Then the fun thing I had, though. Your boy Jimmy Butler might have banged Rachel Nichols, dude. Clapping cheeks. Clapping cheeks in the bubble. Dude, so like that night where like everybody thought he was dribbling. Yeah. They think that was the night that he was fucking Rachel Nichols. See, I saw that. There's no evidence besides maybe it wasn't a basketball. Maybe it was his cheeks. You see that interview though? The way she looked at him? Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I can see it. I mean, a look... And some basketball noises. I mean, I'm, I, spoiler, I'm, I'm not a virgin. Mm-hmm. And I've clapped cheeks before. I never saw a basketball yeah. head before. No, that's a good point. Maybe a headboard. Maybe. That would make Maybe that a more sense. hitting the wall or something. But I never clapped no cheeks that made it sound like a basketball. No, head. yeah, it'd be insane. <laughs> you probably gotta get checked out. Like, <laughs> that's just like the straight fake ass. It sounds like boing, ba boing, ba boing. Jeez. But definitely, like, headboard against the wall could be. Yeah, like a... Yeah, yeah. I People think he's dribbling, but he's really clapping cheeks with Rachel Nichols, dude. I mean, I hope so. That'd be sick. That'd be a power couple. <laughs> That'd make... I love them both. That'd just make both of them better. Mm-hmm. And it would explain the bubble phenomenon for the Heat. Yeah. Well... He was the only one getting ass in the bubble. But then that also makes... <laughs> that makes... Jimmy Butler also sound like a hypocrite. Because they had an option to bring their families in after a certain round. And he Jimmy was like, Butler's like, no, I got my girl. <laughs> yeah, but he told the rest of the team, don't do it. We need to focus on the championship. True. And then that make him a hypocrite. He's I, I slamming love that, cheeks. I love that story, man. I, I just think, I, I hope it's true. That'd be hilarious. But yeah, that was all I had. All right. Let's take it over to Paul. <clears throat> so I take the tank, fly it right up to the general's palace. Drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom. You looking for this? All right, and let's get into some pop culture. 
Leading off with movies, Black Widow's dropping this Friday uh, in theaters and with Disney Plus Premier Access. We're going to catch it in theaters. Uh, I was going to say, are going to be nerds watching Disney Plus? No! We're going to go to theater like it's intended to be. I'll give Marvel the support where it's due. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like most other movies, yeah, I'd probably just fucking stream it. Oh, I mean, I'm the free ones I stream. If it's Premier Access, I'll just go check it out theater. And yeah. then they'll release it on fucking Disney Plus for free anyways, so. Yeah. Um, and then Machine Gun Kelly is apparently going to be starring in a movie called Good News about musicians that die early. And Mac Miller's brother is pissed. <laughs> Call him out saying, like, he's essentially taking the name of, like, his premiere... Uh, the song. His, the post-mortem song. song. Yeah, his post-mortem song for uh, this movie and make a profit off of it. So, like, he's all pissed off. Which, rightfully so, I kind of feel like. Absolutely. Change the title, man. (laughs) Don't call it good news. Yeah, just don't call it good news. And you're good to go. But, seems like it could be a decent movie, though. Good concept. Something that's been happening a lot, so. That's kind of (laughs) fucked. Yeah, yeah, calling it good news. It's going to follow, like, it's going to be, like, uh, like, representing the passings of, like, uh, Mac Miller, Juice World, Triple X. All that shit. See, that makes sense if it's like, if they like, did it like respectfully and they asked the family. But they didn't need to stay. Like, yo, we're going to make this movie about artists dying early. We're going to call it good news. We'll probably have good news be like a song in it. Yeah, probably. Like, is it cool? No, that's kind of scumbag. Mm-hmm. Then uh, the only other thing I have for movies is James Cameron was in an interview and he said that he worked on Terminator 2, the story for it, when he was high on ecstasy. What? Yeah. So I in the intro you said something about James Cameron. Yeah. I did not read a hex. I wanted to be surprised. Yeah. I know what? Yeah, dude. And you know what's even crazier to me? My number one question: What the hell was he on when he was he on when he fucking uh, Avatar? Peyote. <laughs> like Avatar, dude. That shit's like insane to even like comprehend from a mind like for an initial thought. You know, like if I feel like even on acid, that's like. A, that's like a tough. stretch. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's like, like the most second W you can think of, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, I just thought that was hilarious when I saw that. That's actually great. <laughs> and they love uh, every movie he did different drug. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like, Titanic, I imagine, he just got a, he just did a bunch of like Xanax, like something really chilled out. I mean, some of his movies, man, I feel like he definitely did. Absolutely. If you do it for one, you do if it. If you did for Terminator all. 2. If you do it for one, you do it for a mall. Especially if it was, like, he was doing it for Ter- Terminator 2, probably Avatar, and, like, all these other movies. Like, you know he's doing it continuously. Probably for Aquaman, Ben Finney Chase Aquaman. <laughs> oh, man, dude. He didn't direct A2, right? That was why Vinny Chase left, right? Yeah, he left the project. Mm-hmm. It, who was it? Michael Bay, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Michael, Michael Bay. Michael Bay took over. And Jake Gyllenhaal mm-hmm. replaced him. God. That'd be a shitty movie. Just leave it to DC, even in a extended universe, <laughs> to fuck it all up. Yeah, just give Aquaman 2 after it's a huge yeah. success. James Cameron honestly, leaves. When I watched Entourage again, I was like, "That's this is honestly the most believable thing from this story arc. It's that oh, Warner absolutely. Brothers are a bunch of money-hungry fucking assholes and just butcher the movie just to make a profit. Absolutely. So, <laughs> is Warner Brothers under HBO? <laughs> yeah, uh... I think they just partnered for that deal. Because I'm thinking, like, how the fuck did, like, Warner Brothers not sue HBO for, like, basically making Warner Brothers a little... Yeah, I think, I think 
they were separate entities. Because HBO's been a thing for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I think because of the whole movie industry and the pandemic, they were like, well, let's just go exclusive with HBO. All right. But yeah. Well, that was all I have for movies, though. Anything you want to toss in? No, I'm just pumped for Black Widow. Pumped for Black Widow. I still haven't seen Luca yet. I might try to watch that this weekend. Yeah, I, I, that's a movie I need someone to sit down to mm-hmm. watch this. Um, so I haven't watched Onward Soul yet. <laughs> uh, Onward's so good. Yeah, Chelsea Soul's watched, pretty good, too. Chelsea watched both of that, man. Oh, damn. That's your ticket. That's your ticket to watching it, I'm, usually. Yeah, literally, it's that or my little cousin. And my little cousin's 14 now. He's probably been out of the phase. Like, I talked, I took him to see a SpongeBob movie when he came out, Sponge Out of Water. I uh, want to yeah. see this, but, like, I can't go myself. So I was like, hey, Marco, you're, like, 11, 12. Want to come? He's like, yeah, sure. We love it. It's sick. <laughs> a talking dolphin named Bubbles? Jesus. I was high as fucking. He wasn't. And we both had a great time. I'm just kidding. I was not high. But anyways, let's take it over to TV. So leading off, new episode of Loki. Episode 5. How much time? Oh. How much time should we do? Up to you. It's a five minute, I think. You're you're running the... Uh, the show right now? You're running it. I'm just going to be chiming in. Okay. Okay. What do you want? Let's go five. And then right. just let me know if we're flirting with disaster here. All right. The clock's starting. All right. Speaking of flirting with disaster... Oh, Loki. That's what we call a transition. Trying to fuck Loki. My biggest question. If they bang and have a kid, is it a clone? Is it Thor? (laughs) But like all muscle bound too. But like a baby. Yeah. Baby Thor? Is it a frost giant? Ooh. I don't know. Are they all frost giants at one point? I mean, one's an alligator. Was he a frost alligator giant? Frosty giant alligator? I don't know. But, uh... That's a good question, though. I really want to watch him bang. So... <laughs> get get the hump on, <laughs> Get the hump on, Lokis. Um... I just, I just love to see, like, the implications. Yeah, that's true. Like, you're literally... Imagine if... Girl walked through a portal right now. <laughs> it's like, your guy, that's girl, you're the same person, just opposite sex. Would you bang? I mean... Yeah, I don't know what the implications would be. Like, what would happen out of that? It's just fucked, dude. It's like, all fucked. Like, Ry- Rihanna? Ry- <laughs> Rihanna. <laughs> walks through. He's the opposite of Ryan. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably bang. <laughs> well, yeah, it's fucking Rihanna. Yeah, but like, a me. Not Rihanna. Not the Rihanna. <laughs> of Rihanna. And it's just me, but chick? I'd totally bang. Well, we just wasted like a minute and a half just yeah, talking we about did. banging we did. variants. <laughs> but anyway, so... <laughs> Um, Josh is gonna like that one. So you see the whole fucking like all the other Lokis, which is awesome. The alligator Loki. I was hoping for like a Aussie accent or something. Crocky. Like, like yeah, some type of like Steve Irwin type voice coming out yeah. of his crocodile, but it didn't talk. But it was still hilarious. Oh, dude, he just went after boastful Loki's arm or whatever, <laughs> or President Loki's bit President Loki's arm off. It was cool off. seeing them tell all their stories too of like how they died. Yeah. Or like you know how what they, they ended did. Up. Yeah. yeah. Um, Nexus and, like, Boastful Loki was saying how he, like, collected all the Infinity Stones, killed Captain America, killed Tony Stark. Yeah, that's sick. <laughs> yeah. That's sweet. Um, Kid Loki killed Thor. Mm-hmm. And then the old man Loki fucking just, like, avoided dying by Thanos. Which, or, I, during it, yeah, I, I looked at you and I was like, ooh. Because I remember, I mean, I'm very into, like, the theory videos. Mm-hmm. 
in, in between Infinity War and Endgame, there was a theory video that, like, when you look at in the background of Loki getting his neck snapped, mm-hmm. it kind of looks like a Loki in the debris with, like, little horns and shit. Yeah. And obviously it wasn't. He didn't. He died. Whatever. Yeah. But now the old man Loki was like, how'd you get away? Like, Loki's like, how'd you get away? It's like, oh, I just, like, projected myself. And I just, like, uh, snuck away with the debris. And that's literally what the, the, fucking what the fan theory was. Yeah. Like, how, like, well, how can Loki get out of this? So that was sweet. Um, that was sweet. And then, so there's this giant space cloud. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it called? Al- Algorith or something like that? Uh, Elioth? Yeah, it was Elioth. like... Elioth. It's it Elioth. Was, yeah, it was like a better Elioth. version of what Galactus was in the old Fantastic Four movies. Mm-hmm. But, Literally, that was. Yeah. But, um, so then you see... Sylvie is trying to talk with, uh, what was her name, Radonna, Rayonda? Ravana. Ravana, yeah. And they were trying to figure out how to get to the point, and you figure out that that whole place Loki's at is the end of time. The void. Yeah. So they were trying to go to there. She ends up pruning herself, meets Mobius. Um, great interactions with her and Mobius, I like that. Yeah. Uh, I still, we still haven't gotten the wow from Owen Wilson. He has to. He has to do it. Yeah, it's a if I don't get one Owen Wilson wow by the end of the show, I'm gonna be upset. Literally, every time we watch it, I just we just both throw we always, wow would work perfectly. Yeah, just one wow. That's all I want. Kevin Feige. Yeah, that's have all to. I need. They'll have to. Um, and then they end up all working together uh, to figure out the monsters' like weaknesses and shit. Yeah, it just goes after the biggest thing. Yeah. So, that was kind of cool seeing, like, the Navy ship appear or whatever. Oh, and those guys. Like, and they're just like, let's fire weapons at it. Yeah. I wonder if that's an Easter egg. I probably know. was. I was, trying to... was like the, there was probably, like, a mil- missing military ship one day. Yeah. I was trying to catch um, the name on the boat. Um, it was, like, numbers. And then, um, so then you see the, the other Lokis that they joined with decide, like, oh, we're kind of just going to stay here and leave. And mm-hmm. then Moby's like, all right, well, I'm going to go back to the TVA. Which, wild move. Yeah, wild move. Like, what the fuck is Morb- Mobius going to do at the TVA? Um, He's going to walk in and be like, wow, you guys are... <laughs> well, you guys are pretty evil right now. Yeah, like, it's... Alright, that's completely insane to me. So time's up. We still need another two minutes? Two? Let's go three. Just be safe. Three, just be safe. Alright. Go. Alright, so then Mobius is like, alright... Let's go to the time. Let's go back to the TVA. So he goes back. I, we don't know what happened. It seems like the boldest move for him just to walk into the TVA. Mm-hmm. You're going to have 13 hunters in the same room waiting for you. Just saying like, all right, prune him again. And he falls back down five seconds later. And then, like, you're, then your buddies hey, aren't there anymore. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's fucking weird. Um, so then Loki and Sylvie are going to start attacking this beast. Decide to enchant it. Because apparently that would work. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't get why that works, but whatever. Ah, uh, okay. You go. I'll, I'll, I could probably. Okay. And then, um, so they end up, Loki figures out how to enchant things. So they both enchant the beast after old man Loki uses himself as a version to create this giant fake Asgard. Which was sweet. Which is awesome. Yeah. Sick looking. And you just see this monster try to attack Asgard for like a minute. Yeah. <laughs> he can't do it and can't figure it out. <laughs> but then, like I said, Loki and Sylvie enchant the beast. It starts to fade away. It all turns green instead of purple. And then you see the horizon of the end of time. And I imagine that's how flat earthers think the oh, absolutely. end of the it's world cr- is. Oh, absolutely. It's just where... So this is where, like, theories start coming in at this point, right? Yeah. 
So, you were saying you might think it's Kang's world? Yeah, Kang ruled over a, a city called Chronopolis. Yeah. Um, I thought that's what it could be in the quantum realm. Mm-hmm. Um, but they wanted to bring in Kang into the Ant-Man and the Wasp movie. You could give a soft tease at him now. Mm-hmm. Maybe it reveals him. Yeah. I don't know. I like. I agree with what you're saying about how they don't want to probably make that big of a reveal in the Disney Plus series. But still, I think that would make sense. I think you can name drop him. That's about yeah. it. Though. Yeah, maybe it's like his lackey. Mm-hmm. And you stop him, and then yeah. Kang's the bigger guy to worry about. Yeah. Um, the other theory, not what that is, you're going to laugh, roll your eyes, Kid Loki, future Young Avenger. You love the Young Avengers, dude. So, I know, but, like, I said that while the episode was going on, and you were just like, dude, you love the Young Avengers. Like, when the power went out? Yeah. Something like that? Or no, before that. It was before that. Because I said, I watched, young, uh, old Loki's going to die... He, then young Loki's gonna be... Young Avenger. He's gonna go back with him and become a young Avenger. Mm-hmm. And old Loki died, and we still have no idea where young Loki is. He's probably just gonna stay there, we'll never see him again. With a gator? Yeah, with the gator. I'm pretty sure in the uh, comics he's part of the Young Avengers. So, another question I had too. What do they eat there? They had wine. This little, uh, what's it called? The little, little like, chicken head things. Little chickens with no heads but a ball on their head? Yeah, that's weird. I mean, I feel like there's a point where you just eat the croc. I mean, everything comes down, flying down. I'm sure food gets purged. That's fair. That's fair. But all right. Um, three, two, one. But yeah, great episode overall. Uh, if you haven't started watching the series yet, check it out. It's a great series. I hate that noise whenever TV shows put it in. So all right, next up, though. The Bad Batch. <laughs> episode 10. Um, it's straight away from the true path for the most part, right? It's kind of like it's an episode on its own. What happened? This is where you had... Oh, the senator? Yeah. Senator? The separate episode. Yeah, I mean, it was, like, cool at times, but it was, like, kind of lame. It was a filler. Yeah, it was a filler. It was, like, essentially, oh, look, the clones. I know you guys hated the separatists. Yeah. now we both hate the Empire, so we should, like, be cool. But the one thing you want to take away from it is Omega gambled and won enough money to get them out of the situation. Yeah, Sid's dead. So yeah. now they're just rich going around the galaxy. And I think that's even further that Omega's a little bit force sensitive. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, she's just really good at strategy. I, I think I, she's I don't think she's going to be like a force user. I think she's like, mm-hmm. I think she's in tune with it. I think they're setting her up to be in the Boba Fett series. That's what Josh was saying, my friend Josh. That's what I think, man. He thinks, he thinks that you're going to see live action Omega. Mm hmm. You'll see it in the Book of Boba Fett. Because what else are you going to put in the Book of Boba Fett? You know, I hope so. That'd you know, be sweet. It'd be a perfect thing to, like, introduce. And we've already had Fennec Shan. You can... Fennec Shan, yeah. Shan, yeah. You can have yeah. that whole... Uh, we have again. Bib Fortuna or whatever mm-hmm. in Bad Batch. Like, yeah. Like, reverse it. Cad Bane would be sweet to see live action. I don't think they would. I don't think we're ready for that. I don't think they would. Door's open, though. He's alive. Yeah. Oh, Cad Bane would be so sweet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But see, I just, it'd just be weird for Omega to be in there. This is the kind of same thing where I, I didn't deny it whenever Josh was talking about it, texting me about yeah. it. But she's a clone of Django, so she's going to be like a female version of whatever actor that is. Mm-hmm. You're not going to find a female who looks just like... You're going to have him wear a wig like Jack and Jill style. Well, it's kind of... I mean, you can do whatever you want with it, really. Yeah, since it's a, it's a gender thing, it could be fucking Loki and Sylvie. Yeah, but show. 
But Omega like looks like young Boba in like this. Kind of, but I mean, when you grow up, you they change, have like the same you know? face. Yeah. As long as they have a similar facial structure. Yeah, you just need like a New Zealand, like yeah. Samoan. Wouldn't be, wouldn't be tough to find. Check, yeah. You could easily do it, man. Disney. Disney. Yeah, so much money. They can just literally cast They anyone. can make someone in their fucking <laughs> labs underneath fucking Walt Disney World. Yeah. Or they got Walt Disney on ice. Cool. And they store all their go away green paint. Ever see that? <laughs> nah. They have, they, whenever, um, this is actually wild. There's a certain shade of green that humans just ignore naturally, the existence of it. And they paint, like, light posts and, like, little gas line things that they don't really want what? you to see that go away the illusion. This certain shade of green. And unless you're looking for it, there's no way in hell you can see it. It's called go away green. It's like a patent by Disney. So they paint, like, doors that, like, for, like, cast members to go in and out of this green so you don't see the door and it doesn't take away from the illusion. Wait, I need to Google this. <laughs> Dude, it's wild. I've heard of it before, but I saw a TikTok recently like going into it again. I've heard of it before that, but... It's like, unless you're looking for it. You that shade of green it. is not like... Like, say you're staring at your, like, in your kitchen right now. Yeah. You, unless you're like, oh, my toaster's over there. Mm-hmm. And it's going green, your eyes won't pick it up. That's insane. Until you see it, and you're like, oh, shit's right there. Mm-hmm. But in passing, it, does not, it doesn't stick out. It's crazy. But continue. I digress. No, you're good. Um, then, I mean, that's pretty much it from the episode, really. Is yeah. Anything else? Um, just, Hunter just told Omega straight up. Like, good work. Like, you're not, I'm never going to leave you behind on a mission again. Yeah. Like, during the mission multiple times, he's like, Omega, you go with tech. Yeah. And you're like, li- well, you're Omega's not here. Yeah. Like, Omega's not here. You got to, like, she, what the hell? You need to keep you safe. Yeah. So now he's saying, like, I'm never going to leave you behind again. You've earned your, mm-hmm. like, position. Um, then, next up then, Dave, episode four, season Kareem two. Kareem Abdul. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. These hooks got me scoring. See me coming from afar. That's a great. Was, I'm backing on this. <laughs> I knew you. As soon as I saw Kareem, I was like, Leroy's going to love this episode. It's going to be great. <laughs> He's going to be back in. Um, yeah, dude. Obviously. One him of the being claustrophobic was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, if I was 7'3", I mean, I would be too, yeah. But I love how, like, they started off the episode with the whole door thing. Yeah. And that, like, closed the episode as well with him getting Breaking his leg in half. Yeah, just, like, a fucking stage three fracture on his leg. Like, oh, my his God. His bone sticking out. Um, I love the um, the spoof of, like, the Paul brothers. Yeah. Of Mike's new clients. Yeah. And they prank Gabe and Gabe just slaps the shit out of him. Yeah. Like, I was just like, yes! <laughs> but then, then as soon as it gets over, mm-hmm. like, he, they, they post it, and then goes like, oh, shit, I'm blowing up. Yeah. Hey, go watch this video. I got yeah. my ass pranked. <laughs> That's that funny. Yeah, dude. Um, Dave walking into the meeting with a giant check. <laughs> that was funny. So is Dave and Allie back together? Or like what? I don't no. get this. I don't get no. that whole thing. No, she was all drugged up. Yeah. And so she told him to come over and help whatever. Yeah, it's whatever. Or whatever. And then <coughs> he's trying to be friends. So they're friends now. And she and she's like, no, fuck that. But then like by the end of it, like they're friends again. Like we'll give you, I'll give you a chance to be our friend. I feel like we'll see her, like, find someone else at some point. Yeah, and he's And that's friends. when we'll get, like, the fucking Molly thing. Yeah. The true culmination of that. Yeah. I mean, I think like, one of the things that she came back to the house when Kareem was getting stretched out because he had signed the check. 
Yeah. And he wrote it out for 5000 Yeah. Instead of 1000 It's like, oh, well, why do you have to do that? It's like, no, I mean, I feel bad I did all that and you're my friends. And I'm just like, okay, I'll be friends. No, it's... I, I, awesome, I'm, I'm back in. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else from that? No, the new episode just dropped. I might watch it later. Yeah, me too, actually. Uh, next up, the Rick and Morty, season five, episode three. I have, I have no way to watch it. I didn't watch it yet. I have no way to watch it two Damn. or three. Yeah, because it's on it's on your Hulu because you have Hulu Live. Yeah, I don't have Hulu Live, so it's not coming up on mine. Damn. It's not on my HBO Max. Fuck. And the only way to do it is if I go on adultswim.com and I have to put my parents' like TV provider. Yeah, which I did last year, but like I just haven't done it yet. Well, it was a good one. It was essentially uh, like a female Captain Planet. Okay. And Morty starts like dating her. All right. And it was uh, the cameo. Yeah, Jessica. The cameo appearance was uh, Allison Brie played Plantina, uh, as she was called. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah. So it was a good cameo. It was a funny episode, man. And then the B story was uh, Rick and Summer go travel across apocalyptic events in space. Apparently, like, there's, like, so many in a row, and it's, like, crazy that's happening. So, Rick goes out and just, with Summer, and just it's wild orgies and shit. <laughs> yeah, nice. so, like, they're just, like, joining in on the partying <laughs> at each apocalyptic time. That's actually great. Yeah, but I'll leave it at that, because you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I'll have to figure it out. I have to watch this. Um, and then, the other thing was Star Wars Visions dropped their teaser, and we got more information about it. So whenever it first dropped, they kind of dropped like Star Wars Vision and nobody had any idea what it was going to be. Yeah. So it's going to be um, pretty much a bunch of like stories in Star Wars that relate to the universe that are done in like uh, anime form. Okay. So they're going to get like artists and directors from popular anime series. Like I think one of them is going to be the Hunter Hunter show. Like that writer. You ever okay. see it on Netflix or you no. hear the hype behind it? It's like a newer, bigger thing. And they're going to be doing like Japanese art kind of style for these uh, episodes. Okay. So it sounds like it's going to be pretty sweet now, honestly. I hope they get some cool like Jedi fights and shit. Like that could be awesome. Would you ever see like the OG Clone Wars mm-hmm. stuff? Mm-hmm. It looks like Samurai Jack. Yeah. So, like, I'm, I'm like visioning that right now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So like I think it could be pretty sweet. I'm pretty pumped for that. Yeah. And then... uh the only other thing I have for TV, Guy's Guilty Pleasure Show. Alright. And that is? Season 2 of Too Hot to Handle <laughs> is on Netflix. Is it 2, like the number, hot 2? T-O-O-T-O-O. Okay. Two twos, like long twos. So, so they, it's the same premise, bunch of horny British people thrown onto an island that you can't have sex or do anything for like however long, and every time you do, you lose money out of the pot. They started out with 100K. They got down to, like, 29K. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All I have to do is not touch these Dude, one couple, like, fucked, and it was, like, 20K lost. It's for everyone's pot? Or just yeah, it's everybody's couple? pot. Yeah. That's fucked. But then they, then they, later in the show, like, a couple won uh, some money back, and they ended up with 55K. But the way they did this year was the final se- the last season, they, like, split it across the group that, like, made it to the end. This year, they said there's going to be one winner. Damn. Yeah, change it up because some people watched it last year. Yeah. So they were like, we got to change shit up. So they had like three contestants and they did like a survivor yeah. type vote where it was like everybody that didn't make it voted for the winner. And the and this uh, the one guy won um, 
He's like he's a bigger black guy. He's a good dude. Do you want 100K? You want 55K. Uh, okay. Yeah. But uh, it was a pretty funny season. I'll admit that. And uh, another thing I found weird. So the first season is this weird looking British guy that got like the hottest chick. <laughs> Same thing happened this year. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? Me and my buddy were talking about Fuck it. Fuck the Brits, like, dude. Yeah, dude. I was like, Keep the theme going. Fuck like, the Brits. I was like, fuck this shit, man. Fuck the Brits. Dude, we, we're, we're anti-British right now. We are. We're so pro-America right now. <laughs> USA. 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 <laughs> um, I... Okay, you don't have the two off the handle? Yeah, yeah, that's all right. I finished Invincible. It's great. Everyone should go watch it. Yeah, I'm uh, just about to wrap up in Naruto, and then I'm going to watch Invincible. Great cast. Uh, obviously got... What's his name? Andy or whatever. The guy played uh, the Asian guy from Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. And then you got J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Sandra O oh, uh, from <laughs> Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, she's the wife, isn't she? Yep, she's yeah. the mom. Uh, uh, Jillian Jacobs from oh. Community, Britta. Yeah. She's Adam, Eve. It's another thing. Mm-hmm. ZZ Beats or Zazie Beats from... Zazie Beats. Yeah, from Deadpool 2 and Joker. She's... In Atlanta. Yeah. Um... The the gay best friend is the guy who I never know his name, but you see him. He was in the original cast of the Book of Mormon. Um, he I was watched that. He you you, you watched all of them, How Many Mother, right? Yeah, yeah. You know the last season when they're at the wedding, there's a guy in the band with the mother who's like kind of the devil, has like devil eyes, and like oh she has to like tell people like, I can't get people to fight. Can't it's remember. that guy. He's in those so much. You'd recognize his face too. <clears> you saw him. Um, that's sweet though Ezra Miller's in it oh, okay um, Justin Roiland is a character I in saw it for he, an I saw he uh, yeah I saw them nod him yeah, he's, he's, he's a drunk uh, frat brother <laughs> a frat bro got like kidnapped at the beginning of an episode dude, and he's literally like doing the Rick Burp uh, with the Burp <laughs> like oh dude there's so many there's many more too like, every voice is someone <laughs> Walter Gaggin Goggins is like one of the main characters nice. uh, Clancy Brown Chris or Krabs like Mr. Krabs? Yeah, the guy plays Mr. Krabs playing some round. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, right. yeah, because that, that was all we had for TV. Anything yep. last minute? Nope. All right, let's take it over to music. Before I get into the jams for this week, future jam alert. <laughs> this Friday, the Kid Leroy and Bieber is dropping a song called Stay. It's been leaking on TikTok. Been leaking on a lot of social media. Like the sound, what it sounds like? Yeah, sounds great. Is it like upbeat, slow? What? It's upbeat. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Oops. Um. Uh, no. I should have went to the Kid Leroy's page. Do you ever feel like? Oh, this is it. I like it. That's just a teaser. It's coming July 9th. I like it. Okay. It's gonna be a big banger, dude. But all right, let's get into the jams this week. Uh, I had I had several here, so uh, I'll start off with the lesser knowns, and then uh, we'll get into the jam of the week opportunities. Uh, first up, EDM song of the week, "Heavenly Side" by Elenium and Matt Mason. Oh, 
Then uh, Wasting Time by Brent, Fayez, and Drake. Killer vibes. But I know this beat from somewhere. I can't remember. Okay. That. What's it called? This is called Wasting Time. Classic Drake vibes, but I know that sample from somewhere. I just can't remember. It just like it rings a bell in my head, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, then this one, I actually love this one, but I wasn't gonna put it in Jam of the Week. Opportunity. Uh, it's called Renegade by Big Red Machine and Taylor Swift. This is Summer Drive song. Tell me Taylor. Huh? Oh, right, it is Taylor. Yeah, yeah, it's Taylor Swift and Big Red Machine. I think you said Taylor first, and I was like, that sounds like Taylor. Yeah, yeah. Okay, nice. But Jam of the Week opportunities, alright? So, first one I got is I Believed It by DVSN. I don't know if that's how you say his name, but... So you spell it. Then Ty Dollar Sign and Mac Miller. Oh, oh. Give me some math here. Oh. Thank you. The song, even though I'm not really like in on it yet, but I'm mm -hmm. supporting Mac. I'll listen, I'm sure it'll grow on me. Then, uh, Wanna Be by Jaden and Machine Gun Kelly. Anytime I see Jaden, I'm just tossing one. Yeah, definitely. I mean, everything he puts out is a banger. 
album cover looks like him as a baby. Let me get machine gun. Great song. Then uh, this one I kind of really fuck with. Uh, Life is like a dice game by Nas Corday and Freddie Gibbs. All right. Yeah, Life is Like a Dice Game, Your Jam of the Week. That was just vibes. By Nas, Corday, and Freddie Gibbs. Um, To check out all the jams of the week, go check out the Talking Dirty Jams playlist on Spotify. But with that, Ryan, take it away. $7 a piece for a koozie. That's all. That's all. Support us, buy one. Um, You can also support us by liking liking our podcast on Spotify, following us on Instagram and Twitter, at Dirty J Sports. Um... But yeah, you guys know the spiel. You guys listen each week. You just know. give it a follow on Spotify. Just give us a follow. Buy our koozie. And um, if you want to listen, if you like the uh, title of the episode, want to give it a listen, go ahead. It pops up on your list. Tell your there. friends. Tell people you pass on the streets. Tell your boss. Tell your mom. Especially your mom. Tell, like, okay. So whenever you're, like, at the bar and you see that person that you know, but you don't really know, that's what you can talk about. It's like, hey, talking dirty. Oh, yeah, this I've listened to this sick podcast. Exactly. There you go. Try it out. You like sports? Yeah. Like, you like pop culture? Yeah, well, it's one for you. Yeah, it's great, man. And then, Dude, boom, you just walk away. Going off of that, not even just a friend or someone random. Just tell us some random chick about the bang. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, yeah, do you care if we put on some vibes? <laughs> so, yeah, sure. It's like, click play on the speaker. It's like, Where's another week, this? another talking dirty. <laughs> oh! Where'd you get this playlist? Oh, it's talking dirty jams. Oh. <laughs> I want to talk about Trevor <laughs> Bauer assaulting that woman. <laughs> oh, damn it. All right. I, I picked that as a headline. Anyway, two chains line of the week. I, I honestly don't know if I did this last week or not. I can't remember. We'll find out. My crib's so big, a dinosaur can run through that shit. I'm a shark. <laughs> You're a tuna fish. Wait, that wasn't it? <laughs> no. My crib's so big, a dinosaur can run through that shit. I'm a shark. You're a tuna fish. <laughs> That's I definitely great. didn't. I definitely didn't. No, nah, no, nah, I would remember the dinosaur yeah. sort of thing. That's fun. <laughs> All right, I'll see you guys. All right, peace out. In case you couldn't tell, I guess I'm doing well. This is just part of our survival. She said that I don't care as she swept back her hair. I guess this isn't our revival. The ocean view gets me every time. I know I'm out of line, but I know that it gets better. Show me a sign as we're dancing here in the perfect silent weather. Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep. Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet.
like a seed, seed, seed Only then will you know what I mean Baby, you're messing up my phrasing It's questions that you're raising Just know you really drive me fucking crazy And even though I like your state of mind Right, girl, wrong time Baby, you could've been my lady Making me all hazy Time has passed, the days are moving fast We need to get to where we're going No matter where you go, even a stone's throw The things you learn are always showing Oh baby, I think I know why You aren't left behind, these things are contradicting I know somewhere that I will pass you by With a sunset in the sky, do you know what I'm saying? Dance all night to the beat, beat, beat Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Only then